0: a traditional strap match between the WWE Universe and WWE executives. Sonya Deville, as a special guest referee, and the winner receives a year's supply of budget cut excuse letters to use at various and even non applicable settings. That's my tag partner, Reverse Rail, and I am Rob E. Dangerously, special counsel for the reigning, defending Mike of the table, the Cash Shit Podcast. And on this year's season finale, we're discussing the pontifications of punk. Summer Sham, and the Monday Night Embargo, and of course, Cash It, because this, this is the Cash It podcast. Okay, there we go. I don't have a voice, which may benefit anyone listening to this podcast that works for WWE, because I really have plans to lay in heavy tonight. Um, very heavy. I don't even have a raw review for you guys. We didn't even watch. I raw. did not watch raw. I have no idea what happened on raw. I have, yeah, don't even care. do um, Didn't even watch nxt tonight. It's Tuesday right now for us guys, and we're still in LA after leaving Vegas. Part of why I don't have much of a voice right now. Um, I'll let you lead off because
1: <laughs> I don't know. If lead off with um. I guess we got to lead off with um. With SummerSlam, and let let's start with what we liked from SummerSlam. Um, I, I I'll throw one out there. Okay. I loved
0: that Bobby Lashley walked out with the WWE Championship. Yes, I am happy about that. I'm happy that he racked all that man's son. Um, we had good seats. Great seats, great gowns, um, beautiful gowns. I think that Edge has been listening to the Cash Hit podcast because. <laughs> The Brood intro, the Brood music being played in a stadium. Oh, what a moment. Like, that's top tier. That's top shelf right there. That's Mm Migos right there.
1: And shout out to Wesley because he totally called that. Yeah. During Punk's promo, or Punk, listen to me. Well, (laughs) Punk on the brain. During Edge's promo on SmackDown, before any of the Brood stuff started happening, he completely called that one. You know what? Let's just take a detour since you just mentioned punk oh did
0: i let's start there oh let's not open this program up you know dragging just yet by all means your thoughts on on Uh, rampage rampage was um
1: exactly what it needed to be they knew what everyone expected they opened the show Huge CM Punk chance during dark um, taping before the show went live. So the only smart thing was to kick the show off with Punk and who a pop, a pop, a pop. Uh, what a pop! And it, 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 I said this before. It's this is different because he's using everything that made him a household wrestling name. His music, his name, everything about him, is what mainstream audiences remember from the WWE. And he cut a beautiful promo. I the, I said it immediately after it was done. The first thing out of his mouth was putting over another talent. That was the first thing out of his mouth, and one of the last things out of his mouth was putting over another talent. And Darby Allen. Um. Yeah. So I think. Uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to see what this does. I love the number they did. Um, the 1.1 mil on a Friday night at 10 p.m. on um, beating SmackDown and a lot of the demos. We are we are headed we are headed to um, we're headed to so good time in wrestling right now. This, gird your loins, Vince. Gird your loins. Uh, this is
0: uh. We've talked, and I talked off, off topic of the program, just about uh, what this is reminiscent of this time. And we've been wrestling fans and a lot enough to remember a very similar time. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes in this digital Mm -hmm. generation. Uh, We didn't have, you know, Twitter and the WWE universe We're, were not synced at that time. In 96, whenever things begin to shift. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how a wrestling war of this size, uh, can't call it Monday night Wars just yet, mm-hmm. but to see this iteration in this day and age with where socials are, uh, and an ability and an awareness of the metrics. You know, this generation is very big on, you know, oh you this this flop, this did this mm-hmm. many numbers, it, it hit this yeah, many right. metrics, yada yada yada. We'll be able to have uh, that level of quantification and uh, and uh, what is it quantification as well uh, when it comes to the performance, how things are working, and that may that may cause some bigger swings than even happened back then. We weren't looking at ratings; we were just enjoying the program. But you know, everybody is so steered and geared by you know what's hot and and wanting to be a part of that thing and not miss out that seeing those numbers may make people jump a little bit quicker. Or maybe not. Maybe they are maybe they're adverse. Maybe this is just another cog in that whole uh discussion. But it's gonna be interesting this happening in a digital age, and with that as the backdrop this time.
1: I um so many people have suspected Daniel Brian or Brian Danielson is coming in as well. <clears throat> and a lot of people are um equating this to the outsiders coming into WCW. Um uh, my boy, the Boar on Twitter made a um, made an interesting point that want your opinion on. He said that CM Punk and Danny Bryan coming in to AEW is not Hall and Nash; they're Hogan and Savage. No shade. And I think what he means by that <clears throat> is that Punk and Danielson coming in. They are immediately head and shoulders above everyone else as far as superstardom. Um, I think the only person you can even that's even comparable to that would be Jericho. That's there because um, when Horn and Ash came I in, they were stars. But you also had Sting, you had Flair. Yeah. you still had people who kind of Luger, yeah, you know, trounced Savage. them as no, yeah <clears throat> as you know bigger wrestling stars. So yeah, I get the point. They're, they are if they're holding this service. They are the immediately top two. Like Punk at this point, he's got to be the biggest star in AEW already. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like yeah, he's got to be the biggest star in AEW already. Um, I am very interested to see him and Darby in that all out. I I expect a really really good. Match, I hope Pump um has gotten all the ring rust. If he has any off, um, it's gonna be really interesting to see what Pump we get in the ring because <clears throat> we we ever saw we got on the mic that ain't that ain't changed.
0: Yeah. So and it's crazy because um you know I've mentioned before that I'm heavy handed. I want it all. I want I want to wipe. I want to nuke WWE at this point. Um, and that was before this past weekend. As you can imagine, I want to nuke them even more so now. If that's even possible—just uh, napalm, like just completely laid waste. Um, and not even that. You also got to look at—you know—do we get Bray? Do we get Stroman? Uh Cole's contract is up next week. I mean, shit. The, the outsiders. This may be a, the outsiders. The radicals. Uh, this may be every can <laughs> possibly had at one time. I mean, like and like and and these are arguably yeah coming in names that were bigger than all of that were at those moments. Um yeah. I mean Bray, Braun, Cole, and we we discussed it offline. You could have the whole, you know, Wyatt family, Sans Brody, you could have the entire Wyatt family over there at a certain point. Um and though I wanted, uh, it, you know, a, a heavy punch or as many as I could get at one point, one you know, one time, the staggering thereof, I don't mind. I don't mind a slow bleed as well. The more that I've thought about it, punish them mm-hmm. every single chance you get, every yeah. week you can punish them. Yeah, I Continue think because to punish them, and you, like you said before, we can see the the, the direct, you know, metric and the empirical mm-hmm. response of Pop by himself, Brian by himself. You know, we'll be able to give those. Right. Um, and then we can go from there with whatever angles we need to go with, but um Yeah, I think once the like steam
1: of punk the the, the newness of it when that starts to simmer down just a little bit, when people start getting used to okay, punk is back. It's not like such a crazy thing that he's showing up on a wrestling program again, and then boom, smack him with Brian davis <laughs> and, and not, bring that heat right the fuck back.
0: <clears throat> and now you've got more reason to since they're apparently um, you know, Barring his uh, sister-in-law and wife from even attending events or shaming them for attending or whatever the case may be. Nikki Bella, girl, shout outs to you. Had a pipe bomb herself, apparently. Lady, Lady Bella said, listen, baby girls.
1: So I have to admit, for this SummerSlam, there truly wasn't anything that was my favorite
0: um and and before we you know yeah before we finish with punk you know definitely um just staying objective uh because it's my one of my second third time viewing aew programming um not the you know not the looking for the entire evening that i would have done but they got out of what they needed to get out of it um i'm just thinking with that many eyes on the product that many new eyes on the product um front end to back end open to close you want it to be uh, un- undeniable, completely undeniable mm-hmm. but that makes it, I'm still not mad um, they got eyes on the product it is what it is, I know that my eyes are a little bit different because I've been watching this, this this particular genre for so long But and I and I just want everything to outclass and outperform anything being presented by uh, alternatives at this point so, um, but other than that Punk was literally enough to make our night we knew he was open, we said before it even came on we like, they have to open with Punk because these chants aren't going to stop all night and um, and with that being said, we still literally left out of our seats when cultural personality hit um, that moment. One of the, I, I can't even talk ten moments in the last. It's,
1: yeah, it's, it was a very, it felt years. incredibly special, incredibly different. It <clears throat> felt like a shift, like we're going to look back at that moment and be like, yep, that's where it started. That's where it really began. It, and it, I know we just talked about it. Um, like it not being outsiders it being Hogan and Savage mm-hmm. but it just to compare it to a mm-hmm. moment you can point to when Hall walked down that crowd and got into that ring you know we didn't know what was going to happen or what it would lead to or how big this would eventually become but when it did hindsight was that's the moment that's like the moment. that was that was crazy that was special this felt so different and everything we have seen in such a long time. It just felt like such a special moment and I just, I cannot wait to see
0: what happens next. Yeah. I really just can't. Me, well, Medusa, to- Medusa dropping that belt in the trash can, then rolling up in the broadcast booth, powerbombing Eric Bischoff. Like, we can literally count down all the moments before mm-hmm. that because um, it was just, just so well done and that's how you launch a war. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how students of the game, how fans of the game, and, and someone like a Tony Khan, um, mm-hmm. what they've dreamed up and imagined to take this to the next level for themselves. I love uh, Punk's complete omission of the competition. I love mm-hmm. that it wasn't that. That shade, that's true that shade. That is right true there. shade. Right there. You don't even mention the girl by her name. Do you know each other? No, no. Okay, you, she, she says you know her. Okay, I know she, you know what? I'm very forgetful. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I'm forgetful. And when you when he said he he left wrestling, when he left ROH, and now he's mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. Now you can't even take that as a dig if you want to because you are the one that posited yourself as sports entertainment. Yes, we're not wrestling. Yeah. We're sports entertainment. That was his point. And, and that was, let I me mean, say, so you can't even really get mad, but the, the read is embedded in that. Well, I mean, why would not he get mad? It's it's not competition. They're not, they're not competition. Oh yeah. If you depending on what day you yeah. ask uh, yeah. Nick Khan yeah. and Vince yeah. McMahon, oh god. Okay, so that was Friday night, a wrestling high, and we go. We you know they make fun of the guy on Twitter that was crying, but I totally mm-hmm. understand it. We've all had those moments and. You know, it's because it, it transcends. We no one gets knocked. At, you don't get picked on for crying when you're watching How to Get Away with Murder or, right. or um, the Good Doctor or, um, what's the other? The Grey's Anatomy. You don't get knocked for you know deemed for the crime on those. This is the same thing. This is one time I'll join your you know television argument mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to wrestling. It's something that for those of us that have been watching, it's been a lifelong situation, or at least since our early teen, preteens at this point. And um and the significance of someone like Punk coming back, and you know what he's dealt with, you know what he's been through, you know that they almost snuffed his joy mm-hmm. for his craft. Um, and knowing that we have him back and still can get some good years out of him and some good programming out of him, that's huge, man. So I, I totally understand my man crying, but I use that point to say that you know you're, you're on an emotional high. Um, and though, like I said, though it wasn't the broadcast that I would have wanted. Um, we didn't leave out too much lower than that on Friday night. The right. buzz was still so high, so euphoric yes. yep. that you walked away still saying, you know what, wasn't the thing that I wanted completely, but I'll be back to see what you guys do on Wednesday. You know, and there's there's hope that we talked about it in a good way, you know, in terms of for, for the viewer. So here we go Saturday, guys, and I'm going to walk you through how we get to where we're going. Um, And I'll tell you this, you know, barring... Uh, us being in a pandemic all of us like we talked about prior to vaccinated mask face shields whatever we needed to have one in order to go enjoy this thing so we're of the ilk of crazy fans um iwc whatever smarts whatever you want to call us that take these risks you know that, that are going to go see this thing that are going to scream to we lose our voices like i sound like right now um that are you know that are gonna make friends in the audience and do all kinds of carrying on and you know, take belts with us and T-shirts and whatever we got to take with us um, as full adults. That's fine. Um, yeah. So we go through all of this. I want to tell you guys, smoothest booking of a trip and, and including a second leg to go to a whole nother city in a whole other state, um, booking the Airbnb, booking our flights. like Everything was kismet. Everything yeah. was working out perfectly. Really um, got the seats before seeing the sign of dawn. So they were at a good price. We came into the stadium like, damn, they gave us, like, towels on the way in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, we get merch for free. What's going on? Um, we get in there. Um, and one of the curious things I noticed that earlier in the day before we got ready to get on, I was uh, sending screenshots in the group chat, um, was that there were tickets on sale. And I don't mean resale, guys. I mean, there were literal tickets still on sale for the floor. And I'm talking about cheap for the floor. And I thought that that was very interesting um, because it wasn't, you know, for any uh capacity uh uh protocol many many they had in place. It was literally like Tickets were still on sale. Uh resale as well. But either way, um, so we get in, we're like, wow, good seats, this is pretty cool. Um a, a different, an interesting setup, kind of like their R- Rumble scene of Return that, where the entrance is kind of a little bit off centered and not, not. Yeah, just, I couldn't uh, find the entrance when I first sat down. Yeah, I, I
1: was very much like, "Where the hell is the entrance?" Yeah, it was yeah, kind of weird. Had to
0: point it out to and me. um, and they had the dome enclosed, um, which you know, hey, kept us cool, right? But um, for some reason, it turned into no fireworks. So it was a lot of steam. It was summer steam. Yeah, they didn't want to set the roof
1: on fire. Exactly. The roof exactly. I, I, I for one was very happy at this time because. For those who don't know me like that, I hate heat, hate it. Um, so I very much expected to be sitting up under the sun during this. I was dreading it. We get in there, the roof is on, blocking the evil yellow sun, and they got the AC on Arctic,
0: and it was feeling good. Well, I still, I still stadium. thought there's still, I've still seen them do that and do like you know, sparkle curtains are different instead of the pyro going up, they do the mm-hmm. sparkle curtains coming down. The lack of pyro at a big event like that was strange. Yeah, yeah, some you um, we expect. Exactly. And I, and even if they would have had it open, by the time we left out and by the time night it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So um I don't know, interesting decision, but nonetheless, where there we were. We come in that, you know, interest is kind of funky, you know, Pyro, but I'm not really mad at any of that because you know I don't I don't mind the adjustments. And it's a newer stadium. I'm not sure and we know they don't tend to vet things in advance. So, uh, <laughs> no biggie. Event starts, and um, what was the first match?
1: Um, the tag title match.
0: Yes, yes. raw oh, tag, tag titles. RK bro. So you know, uh, oh, and the, and the, the pre-show was uh, biggie, yeah. and, um, and- <laughs> so as you guys saw the event, nothing much to write home about so far, and you know we're getting ready to go with this. So. All that's to say so far we're having a pretty standard time. Nothing about the show uh you know was, was above and beyond at that point. It's a long raw. A long to saying a lot. Yeah, a, a, exactly a four and a half hour raw. So we get to the SmackDown uh, Smackdown Women's, women's title match. match. And um guys, it's kinda no need to really rehash. Well
1: before you get that, first I <laughs> just wanna say it's absolute nonsense to on such a huge, huge stage for a huge event where so many people are descending upon a city, um, and risking health and and whatnot and following these protocols, getting to the stadium and watch this event. But one of your marquee matches, your main event of WrestleMania, night one, is on the board and you know a week in advance that it might not go down, but up until the day of, you are still promoting this match. That's some bullshit. That's not hard to subject to change. That is a straight-up bait-and-switch. Yeah. It was just, oh, Sasha Banks is not
0: able to compete tonight. That's all we got. That's it. Like, what in the Eva Maria stuck in Traffic Hill was that? Like... And the thing about it is, is like, this is a smart crowd. Everybody in there already knew. Right. It wasn't many people in there that weren't expecting this thing, which is why you, they, that's, which is why they knew to swerve us with Carmella. Because they knew we already knew. With that being said, guys, I've never been at a live event in my life. And I've been going to live events now for a long time. Ooh, I mean, <clears throat> not being, not for nothing, probably almost 20 years at this point. I've been going to live shows. Yeah, um,
1: yeah i got about 20-something yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: and so with that being said, I've never been anywhere, and I mean like live events of any sort, concert, uh, performance, speech, graduation, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, a church event. I've never been anywhere and felt the literal soul sucked out of the building. I mean, siphoned out of the building. I mean, like, bottom of the of the smoothie... Like, with the red straw from Smoothie King, you still sucking. Girl, it's gone. It's gone. She's gone. Go buy another one. Like, I'm talking about siphoned the complete air, joy, enthusiasm out of, and I want you to hear what I'm saying when I say this, the entire crowd. Everybody. There were people left at that point. There were people that were like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm good. There are people that were looking around at each other like, did this just happen? Because it was one of those things that you just go, wait, huh? Uh-huh. And in that moment, you don't even need a cosign. Like, there are too many alternatives as to what could have happened from a storytelling capacity. There are too many alternatives in the universe that you all have built and control. There are too many alternatives uh, than to lie to your fans from the premise of it to make it a bigger surprise it it doesn't it, it, there's no th- there's no way you deliver this beyond like the camera being backstage and like breaking into like a restroom or Becky Lynch taking a shit that it wasn't going to be a surprise that Becky Lynch was coming back you could have shown her in the back you could have shown her, and you could have shown her outside the stadium. She could have been in a truck. She could have been in a box. She could have been in a pool. She could have been uh, uh, breastfeeding her fucking daughter. There's no way that you show Becky Lynch at SummerSlam and it's not going to get the response you want. Rewind to the previous night. Punk didn't have an opponent. No one shared the ring with him. That man came out with his mission statement, set up his match put somebody over as the first thing on the mic, put somebody over as the last thing on the mic and took his ass back home and left y'all with ice cream bars that he paid for, FYI. The same way Brock came out at the end of SummerSlam and made a statement without interrupting the flow and the characters and the unit. Can you imagine had Brock beat up Cena on the way to the ring, took Cena's spot, because contracts really don't matter mm-hmm. no more. Come in there and in one f five pinned Roman reigns. Do you know what damage that would have done? Do you know what storytelling and booking in your own universe that would have undone I If Warrior know. and Hogan had ended with the boot in the let, remember when Brett takes on Yokozuna after salt to the eyes. Mm-hmm. A bonsai, a leg drop. It is what it is. Brett Texdale, like a champ, and crown jewel goes with. Him. And Hogan comes in there with a black fucking eye, boots this man. Did he even body slam? He didn't body slam, did he? It was just the boot nah, leg nah, drop. I honestly, don't
1: remember.
0: It was a bunch of clothes on. I remember and a leg drop. I don't think he body slammed him. I think it was. It a was. It went Lex I mean, did the uh, did the body slam. Yeah. Um. And you remember how, like, even as a kid, you felt like, "Well, that will not right." That that was kind of cheap. This was exactly that. And in thirty, se- in sixteen actual seconds, you undid the trajectory of two characters. Not saying that it can't be fixed. I don't trust them to be able to fix it to the best of their capacity or the best of any capacity. But it's definitely an unnecessary hurdle and a halt and a stalling on two characters. And I've said, it's time for something beyond the man. I've said, you know, the man has, has served his purpose. I think she should come back as that. And we should get that next iteration. That's the mark of a true mm-hmm. legendary character is to continue to evolve. And so even I've said, hey, maybe there's some burnout with the man. And of the two of us, I love Becky Lynch. And I you and, know and so with that being said, it's not that I'm not ready for a turn of some sort uh new iteration of some sort it's not that i need uh needed to Bianca to win because we said she probably was gonna drop this title to sasha Banks. i expected her to drop the title it isn't that it is the, it isn't her losing that's the issue it's the manner in which she lost complete utter bullshit that's really
1: all I gotta say about it it was <clears throat> cheap and cheap cheap and cheap like that you do Promoting a match up until the very last second that you knew wasn't happening, and then you bring out one of the biggest stars you have as a return. Did you hear that pop? And yeah, it was great. And to challenge your brightest rising star in the company at this period, period um, who's brought you so much press. This girl has won an SB. She is. She's taking pictures with. Other um superstars from other genres. She's, she's transcended. all over the
0: news. She's transcended right. without without y'all trying to make her transcend. She's become a thing. And you completely
1: and utterly derail that for what? For what? Becky. Oh, oh. Bianca could have Dealt with Carmella in two minutes. And then Becky shows up, gets in that ring, and they have a face-off. And Becky taps that bell like, I'm coming for it. And that's it. Everyone would have loved it. Everyone would have loved Becky's turn just the same. She didn't even need to wrestle. They got to see her. But you have her punch Bianca in the face and give her a sloppy-ass rock bottom and pin her one, two, three. And this whole idea of these quick um, losses, meaning you got caught off guard, or yeah. that you just got caught, blah, blah, blah. Nope. One, like, Becky and Bianca were staying at each other for a good two damn minutes in each other's face. You are ready. You know it's about to happen. You accepted the challenge without Alan Pierce or uh, Sonya Deville, yeah. who it get. Um, you accepted the challenge for the title match. And and this is what you do. And it is like, oh, wow. That was the cheapest and most stupid thing I have seen in such, such a long time. People like people literally, that's not an exaggeration. People literally got up and left <laughs> the event. People sitting in front of us got up after talking to us and saying that that was bullshit. Like what the hell was that? Got up and hit it. And they did not return. Did not come back didn't. Rob had his feet up on the seat in front of him because it was empty for the remainder of the night. Yeah, They left and I don't understand how you take someone. Like I say, it can be fixed. Anything really can be fixed with time but the fact that it has to be is stupid. We should not
0: be here. You gave yourself your own issue to fix, your own crisis to fix. You have her out there the next day uh, trying to babyface promo her way out of it. Um, and now I'm even hearing that y'all are going to turn, you're going to try to heal Lynch. And that, 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 that sucker punch was something, you know, to, to kind of uh, insinuate that. No, it wasn't. Nick Lynch would have done that any, for any time, probably right. too, because she's a yes. badass. If right. if you wanted to heal her, have the rep distracted with Carmella and let her let her have her on some brass knuckles that fucking leave. Yeah. Like go, you know how to make someone a heel. You know how to make someone dastardly. The Miz did it yes last night from what I saw on Instagram, because I did not watch Raw. But there's a way to emphatically demonstrate that you are the, the, the antagonist in this situation. Right. And uh, you know, and that did not give that, that gave, oh, let's shake hands, bro. I'm here to fight, is what that gave. That didn't give me, oh, Becky Lynch is the it was well within the wheelhouse of the Becky Lynch that we know. Right. The man Becky Lynch has never been a clean cut baby face. Never.
1: N- n- never. never. So it, it just, it, I I don't think turning her heel is going to work. I I fear I fear that it's going to turn the general audience against Bianca. Honestly, in the long run, that's that's what I fear because you're making them choose between Bianca and 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 one of the most over superstars in in, in your company in wrestling, mm-hmm. like.
0: The There's a reason, reason
1: Stone Cold's heel
0: didn't really work, right? And there, but I also see what I also see is this is a little bit different time than that. And what I what I am seeing is that most of the response from the smart crowd and people commenting in general on Twitter on mm-hmm. on social media on Instagram um, is that everybody's saying, "Hey, we're glad she's back. We love her." But what y'all did was foul. The crowd is splitting the hairs. The crowd is being very smart about their response to this. Like, hey, we're glad to have her back. But what y'all did was some fucking bullshit. Um, so with that being said, I, I don't know. I, the only way I see the crowd turning against Bianca is if they maybe face her too far. Kind of a Nikki Ash kind of a thing.
1: Have you ever had a dream that, that you um you had... you? You you could you do you would, you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do
0: you so much you could do anything. If they go too sweet, too clean, mm-hmm. it's gonna give no this isn't the girl that the reason that I love her oh, gave Cena. Like you just lost
1: the title that's so important to you, and you out here smiling and oh, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna come back. No, it's Where's the heat? Like,
0: where's I'm the competitive? Going, she
1: sucker punched me, and now I know who I'm dealing with. You won't get that chance again. It's on. I'm getting my belt back. That's all. Yeah, you have to like, say what they're oh, trying to i saying it's all right. I'll
0: get it back. It's another hurdle, girl. Bye, girl. Mm-mm. Yeah, that white meat face is what's gonna. If they keep doing that. What I was saying is if they try to if they try to face Becky and heal Bianca, it's going to be what we got of Becky and Charlotte when they tried to heal Becky and we didn't accept it. they try to heal Bianca, we're not going to accept it. If they go to white uh, white meat baby face where they were not going to accept it. If they try to heal Becky in a way that's not convincing, we're not going to accept it. Because here's the thing. You are fucking Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. You have no reason to come back mad at nobody. Nobody. You have no reason to come back and come for the SmackDown title when the raw one was the one you vacated. You have no reason to come back with an attitude because you're gonna come back and get top billing. You're the only other woman outside of Charlotte that's gonna that's gonna come back and command that kind of top billing at to this point. Some degree as well, but you are in a rarefied space. You coming back as a heel, at Bianca makes literally no sense. No sense I, I was gonna ask you what what is the reasoning
1: behind turning heel? I mean, she didn't get ousted; it was like she voluntarily gave up her belt because she was pregnant. So it's not like the company did her wrong. She, but not she even got ousted. You came back and got a title in sixteen and, and, seconds. And, right. What that reason you need? Be right now? Yes, yeah. that's what I was getting to. Like, so going down to things, you you weren't ousted. You voluntarily gave up the Raw Women's Championship. Um Charlotte, who is now the Raw Women's Champion, has been running your name through the mud every time it's chanting doing her promos. Bianca is a babyface, ain't had none, ain't even never mentioned your name. And that's a belt you didn't have. I don't under, I don't understand it. So unless she's paired, like you've been saying with Seth, then it's like being married to or being around Seth and being at home, Seth has corrupted her. Like that's Seth the only way to make it and I've been asking yeah. for that the whole time. Yeah, but again, it didn't require the title. It didn't. It did not require a title. It didn't require a match. She could have just came out, so like Bianca washes Carmella, celebrating, hit Becky's music, big pop, come in, shake her hand, say congratulations, raise your hand, and then attack her. From you know, behind. The same
0: Simple way, as, the, as that. The same way Sasha went from Purple to Blue. Yes. Yes. From Purple to Blue on Daddy. Yes. It's That's the same it. exact thing. She just yes came out and been like, oh, da 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 da, da.
1: Wah, wah. And then And then, like, beat her down. Like, show that if you're relentless and that you're really attacking her when you really don't need to. You've already knocked her down. She's down. You're kicking her. Get a chair. Like, make it so that the audience, even though they love you, start to feel sympathy for Bianca, like, okay, we love you, Becky McCurk. Damn, we like her too. Like, what's going chill on? Out. Like, calm down. What are you doing? That eventually would turn into booze. That would, right there in that moment, have turned into booze. Yep. Like, she, like, beat Bianca's
0: ass. Yeah. I... And grab the mic and just be very much like, the man is dead. The man is dead. Baby, who would have been tuned in Friday? This guy right here. Give yeah. me to that. Because now I want to know why. Why? Now I want now I have actual questions of the story, not of right. the book the no, Exactly, exactly. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. Because I don't care about the story right now. Right. I because don't. I don't trust y'all to be... I trust SmackDown to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Knowing that this was a, a Vince McMahon direct call, because this got Vince written all fucking over it. Knowing this was a direct call, I don't know what they're going to do to salvage it by Friday. Um... But I, I, I'm, I'm very concerned. I'm extremely concerned because I don't know how you write this shit at this point. And I'm really surprised because we know they called Becky and Brock back early because mm-hmm. even though they, they claim not to be a, a competing, they're in competition mode. Okay. Um, but I'm very surprised. And I would love to know in another world if Walls could talk what they had over Becky Lynch to A, force her back two months early, if that is true. And then to get her to agree to this programming because has she not been watching the product? If anyone could say no to an angle, mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't I, and I don't know. Because I mean I know I know Charlotte is stuck in angle sometimes right. and she and you would think she would have some stroke to be like, no. I know Sasha has pushed him sometimes. I would
1: think that they just said, hey, Sasha's down, we need a replacement, and you're the only one. Because it's true, the only suitable replacement for Sasha.
0: And it we, been well,
1: we, we've already said we this, said it been but bad. to put the belt on her yes, the way that they did. To put the belt on her is the problem, yes. Call her back early. Just say, hey, girl, we need you. Probably given no problem. Y'all need me? I'm, I'm coming. You didn't, you didn't need to do this. You didn't need to put the belt on She didn't even, even need to be back full time. You could have beat Bianca's ass and said, you know, I didn't want to miss the biggest party in the summer, but I'm going to go back home and chill. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. You'll see me there.
0: And, and to, so and, I, and Mike and Lee, and their defense one In their defense, knowing what they've done before, that call on the bell could have been made in gorilla right then. Mm-hmm. For all we know, it could have been made right then. They, they all, every, whatever plans they had to salvage this could have been nixed right on the on the spot at the moment. We know how this mm-hmm. goes, but it's just so many alternatives. Uh, it could have been a triple threat. It could have been the two of them fighting and Carmella interfered. It could have been a double DQ. It it could have been a number of things. I don't understand why you felt like neutering her. Yeah. Neutering both of them in that moment, spading both of them in that moment, was something that was going to be a bigger shock or surprise for the fans. I know we've said that they're out of touch, but that's just... It was stupid. There's really no... You're off the planet at this moment. It was stupid. It was really, really stupid.
1: I, I mean, all the work, all year, this is the Royal Rumble winner, the girl who lasted forever in the Rumble, the girl who event in WrestleMania.
0: Like, the girl that beat two women the night before.
1: Yeah, the, the night before, decisively,
0: yeah. emphatically. And mean, that's how I noticed this, that this product was a day of decision, because if you had made the decision that was going to be the course of action the day before, then you have Zelina and Carmella attack her after the match and beat mm-hmm. her so bad that she comes into this match injury. That makes more sense of a, 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 a for, for something clean like that happening. Like, to go, to go back for a second to Friday night, one of the things I complained about on their programming was, because um, you know we're high on Jay Carlin. and the match that she had with um, Kira, uh, Kira Hogan, um, and Kira Hogan, we know her to be formidable. That girl's a beast. She can wrestle. Um, the way that she ran through her, I get it, but the story wasn't strong enough in the ring. So a quick solution to that, especially if you know it's going to be a quick match, she attacks Kira on the way down the way down the ramp. Build it in right there. like Wear her ass out because you're here you do what the fuck you want. Beat her ass down that ramp so that when you get in that ring, all you got to do is wear in of right at that point. And that way, if they, in the essence of time, mm-hmm. if you're trying to run the match short, you do that, but you're still telling a, uh, an impactful story on the way about the type of characters that these are. See, now, for me, the difference
1: there in between what happened at SummerSlam and Oh, there's a Kira huge difference. Is <laughs> that Jade is the upcoming star. Right. Kira's just getting there. J- yeah. Jade is being pushed
0: yeah. as this unstoppable force. Yeah. Oh, but I'm just so talking she about... she should be washing her Exactly. But 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 in the essence of time... Just because the washing in ring didn't look like it needed to for a washing, mm-hmm. per me, just per me, I would have liked a little bit more in advance. Because I was like, okay, maybe they just had this much time because Pump ran over or it's a short program. You know, here's what we can do to... And uh, do the most we can in this window of time, mm-hmm. just to make sure that the story here makes sense. Same thing on this end. The story that WWE has told about Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair does not get beat like that at all. It makes zero sense. Bianca Belair doesn't. She just does, does not. She's the conditioning. This woman is carrying Otis on her back. This woman is doing all. this. this woman uh, K.O.D. Bailey on a uh, open ladder? This isn't the woman that gets beat like that. This isn't the woman that is not ready for any obstacle thrown in front of her at any given fucking time. And and she's, she's the strongest. She's all these things. Yes. And it's not. She got caught. She looked like a scrub.
1: That's what people think when people get beat like that. When you Kofi got like beat scrub, like that it by Brock like Lesnar, like it, it 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 it's because Kofi doesn't equal Brock Lesnar. Like like let's call a spade a spade. It's because Brock Lesnar. Is what way above Kofi and when it comes down to it, Kofi's gonna get squashed by Brock Lesnar because he's not as important in their eyes. He's 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 just not. That's what this looks like. Exactly. Now. Bianca has done all this, but oh now the real superstars back. Bianca don't mean nothing. Right. She looks like a fucking scrub. They they knew
0: no got caught bullshit. Nobody thinks like that. And from a continuity perspective, where it's also fucking everything up is it's going to, have to be Bailey multiple times. It's going to be Sasha in, a, in an instant classic. Mm-hmm. You're now throwing off the entire calibration of your women's division by letting that same person who's run through your entire division get washed like this. She lasted longer in, in a match with Charlotte than she did with, with, with this. What you're telling me now is that Becky Lynch is like a say on God. Yeah, but what's a move that isn't even her finisher.
1: Like, somebody on Twitter was talking to me about, oh, what's the difference is that same thing happened and nobody was mad when Diesel beat Backlund and, you know, Masters were calling for the title. One, it's not the same fucking thing. Bob Backlund was damn it 50 years old. He was a transitional champion. That's all he was ever meant to be. He was not the up-and-coming star. Back- Backlund was Backlund. Diesel was the up-and-coming star. Dizu is about a foot taller than him. He's a monster. He kicked him he in the power-bombed him. He used his finish, and he pinned him to crown a new champion.
0: And I don't want to hear the, the Daniel Bryan comparison a new from, star. from Daniel Bryan and Sheamus because I heard that one come up, too. And Oh, well, Daniel Bryan survived that. Daniel Bryan survived that because we as an audience wielded that. That was not their booking that allowed Daniel Bryan to become what he wanted to become. It was us as an audience saying, we want nothing but this thing. For years before we actually got it. With that being said, part of that angle was Daniel Bryan got distracted by AJ, mm-hmm. caught a bro kick, his finisher, and got pinned. That was something different, and at that and, and and so at that moment, you really can't even make this comparison. Um, and before then, Daniel Bryan had been booked as a heel champion, mm-hmm. uh, as, you know, as a weasel, as sniveling, as conniving, do what he needed to do to keep that belt on his on himself. Yeah, the story was leading.
1: To him being deflated, Being yeah, deflated, yes. That's that what was story. not the story at all. The complete opposite. The complete opposite. Um, we there's not much more. <laughs> yeah, I no. Say on that, so I, I want to really um I'm switch gears for a little and talk about the queen <laughs> real quick. <laughs> um, if you ever thought that the, I said once before that being a Charlotte stan is lovely. It's delightful. People hate Charlotte. And every time she has a down, every time she loses or whatever, the the people come for Charlotte and they come for me and Charlotte's fans. You know, they, they, they wanna say, oh, good, this, that, and the third. I sit back and I laugh at people laughing at Charlotte's downfalls because as a Charlotte stan, I know that I will eventually have the last laugh because in the middle, in the beginning, in the end, somewhere, Charlotte Flair is going to win and become champion. <laughs> it's inevitable. So being a Charlotte stan is wonderful for me and for all others out there that I communicate with, I'm sure. She is now undefeated at SummerSlam, 5-0. Oh. It's, it's a thing. She's been undefeated, but Five and zero. Now it, it's a thing. It's a thing. I'm so. I don't know if she. I got to watch her um, promo from Raw. I don't know if she mentioned it or not. But it sh- it should definitely be a thing now. She is now Miss SummerSlam, and she is a 12 time Women's Champion. And she, yeah, she did what needs to be done. And how? When when was when when did the man get? Born was it 20, two, one, 2019
0: 2018? Oh god, yeah, it was at a SummerSlam,
1: yeah, it was that it had to be 2018, right? Because that, what, that 20, led to... when was what 19 when was the triple threat Main event 2019? That was Kofi Mania, so yeah, it was 2018 that the man had to be born because that went into WrestleMania, okay, yeah. remember because she was supposed to face Ronda at Series. yes, 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 and that led to 2019, um, WrestleMania, oh, anyway. What a difference a few years makes because it was very obvious and very clear that in that triple threat with Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Ashey, the crowd was 100% solidly behind Charlotte and wanted Charlotte to win. They were bone quiet <laughs> for, I don't even know if that's said thing bone quiet, but it is today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nikki got zero reaction. Zero. Rhea didn't get much of a reaction. She actually got booed as well.
0: The people were here for the queen. So much so that she helped to kind of bring some air back into Allegiant Stadium because there was no air in there Um, as well as there was barely any Wi-Fi, no concessions, um, no toilets that you really could use because those were overflowing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Anyways. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, the Queen the Queen brought the show back um for us and I for one hail the queen. Long may she reign. Uh
0: this and this needs to be a long reign. It needs to season. be a long
1: she, she yeah she, she hasn't had
0: walk this bitch to Mania. The, rain, yeah. the
1: only rain 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 she's had was the deep side. Yeah. That I think that was her longest reign that Diva Yes, this needs to go to Mania. She needs to get to a point right now where she's like, I right, check this. I'm tired of playing with y'all. I got my title. The money in the bank is not a factor. So for all of y'all think who use that as an opportunity to sneak me, mm-hmm. there's none of that. It's good gone. Good luck. Good luck. Big E
0: good, cash it on me. Good right. Good luck taking this off me now. I want to do some more, some more studies to make sure, because this, this article I'm finding is a little bit old. But Hogan is 6-0. Mm-hmm. At SummerSlam? At SummerSlam. Mm. She ties Warrior at five and zero. Okay. Um, there's nobody else active, even in her her company at this point, um, except for I think Morrison was Morrison was somewhere in the conversation. I'm trying to get back to where it was. He was three and zero, but this was four years ago. I'm not sure mm. what his man is. What his summer seems to look like since then. I threw some updating, but it does put her in a rarefied class. Um because so I think I think a Roman should be at four and no himself now, maybe five and no himself, because he he went undefeated. He did he won this year, he won last year because he took the, the Phoenix Stroman out. No, he returned at SummerSlam. He returned. returned. Yes. So no, yeah. So maybe she's she might be the only one. I'm trying to do some more research to find out. So don't quote me. Um just yet, but she's definitely in a verified space. Yeah, she's um I would have loved to see this. I've heard she's getting ready to feud with Alexa. Um, I would have loved to have seen this a month ago. Whenever Alexa's character was full steam, yeah, because she got zero reaction too,
1: no reaction because this gimmick was tied to Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. Mm-hmm. So while this gimmick was going, while he was under contract. People had something to look forward to. The return of the fiend, where is this gonna go? How how are they gonna um interact when he returns? Are they going to have a feud? How are they going to feud? Is this a guy of like there's something to look forward to now with Bray Gone? It's like where does this
0: gimmick go? You can and tell why? They don't to do with it. You can't yeah. have anybody in the right. And the thing about it is, is like, it's not hard to write tropey horror at some mm-hmm. point. Like if if it was like, hey, we need somebody to take over this character, um, where it should go next, uh, you know, da da da, da, da 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 and we don't have the mind that was behind it there anymore because we're dumbasses and we fired him. Um, it's not really hard with the groundwork that was laid, how to make a spooky bitch. For me, the best part of the gimmick is gone because they can't do it. And that was the in-ring
1: mid-match transformations. Yeah. So now that we got a lot of crowds back, you can't do but that. We called that. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we knew right that, but so, they weren't going to be able to so do it. So, it for it's that. Gone. But, I mean, we still had, that's what I'm saying, we still have Bray Wyatt. So, we had that to look forward to even though that was gone. I still, speak for me, I still have Bray Wyatt to look forward to, like, what's going to happen when the female returns? What, mm-hmm. what is going to happen? agree. Is he going to be controlled by her? Is he going to come for her? Like, what's yeah. he going to get? Yeah, well, we talked about that. So, now that Bray Wyatt is gone, I don't give a shit um, about this doll about her just swinging on her swings that like she's just there now. And it's is like, where is this going?
0: Where is this going? Yeah, there. I mean, but, it and it's crazy because they have, they still have enough to pull from to make it work. And it, it, it it's just nowhere near working. I mean, they still have the formula that Bray laid down that everyone that he touched was changed. Mm-hmm. Um, they still, they still had enough things like pre-COVID that that, that happened with the firefly funhouse and that happened with the fiend that they could make work, but they're not pulling from any of that. They're just literally letting her like carry this doll around and pretend to be spooky. And <laughs> I, I it, yeah, so like I said some months ago, you know, the bitch we had at WrestleMania that had on a bleeding crown, her versus Sharon was definitely yeah. interesting. Yes. Um right now I just she's just Alexa Bliss, and she's Right. and she's right. And and I don't like Charlotte's character, is, uh, how how
1: is she? How is this gonna go? How is she gonna react? How is she gonna sell um, Lily? now like, because to me, Charlotte's character should not even entertain Alexa's foolishness with this doll. It should give girl, if you don't get that fucking dog <coughs> on my face and boot her and and boot Alexa in the face. Like um, it's given, like girl. What?
0: The reason it's the reason that it, it, it's not a thing and that we can't see these two characters coexisting is because of the lack of flesh that Alexa was has on her in this character. Because we didn't have this issue when it was Undertaker versus Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, they adapted and they and they made you believe that those two characters could coexist on the same in the same space, um, and they found a way to make it work they've not fleshed Alexa enough for her to exist. They've not fleshed most of that roster enough to exist along Because that promo, when you watched yesterday's promo, that's the only thing I went and watched from Raw. Charlotte's promo. Okay. Arguably top five. Of hers? Maybe top three. Of her promo. She is in her goddamn path. Oh yeah, I said that. Oh, no, that no,
1: nervous bitch
0: is gone watch her from last night. Yeah, like, no, I,
1: I, I absolutely
0: understand. It's up there with, um, with Mickey's Big Country uh-huh. on the ladder. It's there for me. That's what, that's what it needs, it it needs to be. It was like, me. whoa. Listen, money make is gone. I got this belt. Good luck getting it. Dare on. I give you, it was like a two, it was a two-part promo. Mm. Like, like, and we'll watch it after this so you can see what I mean by that. Okay. It was like a two-part promo and I was like, this bitch has lost her mind and I am living for it. Yeah. Um, you my man Yesterday was just was impressive in a way that outside of Paul Heyman on the mic right now. Bianca steps her game up, but she's got a couple of years before she's she's in that space mm-hmm. where she knows what her thing is so to the degree where no one can even get near her. I don't know who on the mic in WWE is rivaling Charlotte right now on the main roster. And I can't. I and as much as we love NXT, I can't name many people in NXT mm-hmm. on that mic, just pure promo that are coming for her right now. She's completely comfortable and confident in her character now.
1: She she used to let the crowd dictate where her promo was going. That is dead. She used to get flustered when the crowd would chant something or interrupt the promo. That is dead. Is giving, talk to my, talk during my promo if you want and I'm going to drag you. And then I'm going to go right back into my promo seamlessly and continue
0: dragging everybody else that I was dragging. And she's. I lost in thought right now because I can't think of anybody else. I'm sitting here trying to figure it out for the last minute, like who it is. And it, do, it doesn't hurt that most of the time
1: she's just stating facts. That to me is always the best from when you are talking your shit and it's like, well, where's the lie? Where's I agree
0: lie? to that, but yesterday was something different. I I, I believe you. <laughs> like I we, totally we we both, I get we get it. We both said that we're gonna stop watching yeah. Raw. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that we're going to watch from Raw are the Charlotte Flair segments. Yeah. And I, the the promotion cut yesterday, there aren't even many. There, there, it's, a, it's up there with Rick. I mean, after SummerSlam, it should be. She is
1: a 12-time champion. There's nobody even close to that at this point. Um, she's a Royal Rumble winner. She will eventually be a Money in the Bank winner. She's 5-0 and at SummerSlam. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, can't nobody talk more shit than Charlotte Flair.
0: I'm sorry. And I found it up the SummerSlam list. Uh, Morrison is 3-0 still. Bart Gunn was four zero. Um, Charlotte Flair is now five and zero. Um, Warrior is five and zero. Hogan is seven and zero. Um, so that, yeah, she's she's two SummerSlams from Little tying. Yeah. And honestly, at this point, you have nothing else like that. There's no yeah. other current streak.
1: Yeah, and they've never even had a SummerSlam streak. Um, that they've pushed.
0: So it'll, st- it'll still be new. So this goes back time. to what we said a couple of the podcasts ago. The people that you have left on your roster are going to have you in a fucking chokehold. You've deleted so many people from that roster. The stars you have left are going to have unprecedented leverage. God is good. Unprecedented leverage. You're going. They're going to have an uncanny... So much leverage that it's even rumored, and this is all speculation, guys. And I say this to say, I, I, like, I, I, the the minute this hit my head, I couldn't even get mad about or at this person for what is speculated. The speculation is that COVID, Sasha, you know, initially had COVID. Mm-hmm. Don't know. I can't speak to that girl's health status. I'm not a I ain't trying to have nobody just any kind of rights and blood it here now. With that being said, I couldn't even get mad at her like I wanted to because that, her being out is what is what caused all that ripple because the company's ripple doesn't know how to actually write contingencies. But the fact that there wasn't a COVID contingency in place, let alone a policy in place for their performers in general in regards to mandates or however they want to handle the situation, but going back live, going back on the road, that's more, that's more high risk than going to a building that you work at, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, being called back in to work amongst in, in this, this particular environment. You are on the road. You are in airplanes. You are in cars. You are in front of... To go to buildings with thousands and thousands, thousands, and thousands of, of people. Thousands of people. <laughs> to sweat and aspirate and things of that nature. So I, I can't get mad at her, even with the speculation of her being an anti-vaxxer, whatever is supposed to be said about her. All alleged. I can't even get mad at her, even in any of that, because the company she works for has no policy regarding this, and they don't—they really have one regarding their fans coming to these events. So I couldn't even really get mad, and then there's no contingency in place for how this trickles down or gets handled. But on the flip side of that, there are rumors that it's contractual stuff, and she may have pulled her ball and 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 pulled her punch. I don't believe that, because to me let me go main event and slate another event cuz that gives me even more leverage next year when it's time to renegotiate our contract you know and if you, you know and i'm sure that they're already looking over that stuff but with that being said you know i don't know why you don't add another feather in your cap and more leverage to your negotiating process by going out here and snatching because like we talked about some weeks ago edge and roman was going to snatch did we said we debated about Cena said- Excuse me. We debated about uh, Roman and and, um, Cena. and and Cena and what that was going to be. Even that you know sports entertainment spectacle or whatever it was supposed it to be ended up being a snooze fest. Fell flat like I thought that it would. So with that being said, the, the 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 road was wide open for Banks and Belair to snatch this shit and go on and 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 not even that. How do they? Yeah, where do they go from here? Say, okay, how do they now circle back with Sam, around, with Sasha and Bianca, and get that feud back on track? Because the belt is not missing from the feud, which right. is the whole reason we acting crazy to begin with. Now we got to get the belt back, or now it's a triple threat. How do we dial back down to just me and you? How do we get this juggernaut that is Becky Lynch out of the title picture at all now? only way that works is if she happens to drop sometime before October and get sent away in the draft over to over to Raw, but they're going to send Seth over there as well and you we know, don't i don't i they created, they booked themselves into a corner they always do and but this time man like I, I i we spent not that we spent crazy amounts of money we but we spent money everybody in that crowd spent money and patronized that place and whether it just be had been you know gas fair. At the minimum, airfare at the most, um, wherever you commuted from, buying tickets, lodging if you had to get it, food, people that went to both events over the weekend, whatever the case may be, people have spent their hard-earned money in these trying times, trying economic times, uh, trying health times, to be somewhere to support a product that they love and believe in. And this is the bullshit you pull? That's disgusting. I don't know how much longer I can personally support a company that acts this way. And and and, and we've heard from from Nick Kong that it ain't changing, and we can kind of blame him for everything. Yeah, his interview was stupid. He basically told his
1: um, paying audience that he doesn't give a shit what they think. That's um, that's basically what he said. Um, um, I got nothing to say about Bianca and Becky. We've. So we need to okay. say I got nothing to say about it. Um, to go back to a point we were making about Charlotte and Alexa, you mentioned Undertaker. Like when he's with like Ric Flair, that that worked. You know, there was a thing there. Undertaker was also, if nothing else, a super imposing physical figure.
0: Mm-hmm. As well, to strip
1: away all the as well all all the you know shenanigans. He's a big motherfucker mm-hmm. who who can fuck you up. Alexa don't even have that. <laughs> Charlotte Towers.
0: <laughs> over, over everybody. Over yeah. everybody, right. Especially,
1: Especially her. her. So it's like, get this spooky shit out. Because again, <laughs> what am I supposed to be scared of exactly when it comes to like, you mentioned a the but this shit you can point to to be scared of. This nigga's putting you in coffins. <laughs> this nigga got powers. I like, can really so see that. his face. Right. Like, the lights are going to go out and he's going to appear and he's going to
0: fuck you up. There's like, Zern, this other man's yes. ass. Like, it's a you know, There's I, things you and, and outside of that, I'm going to give you something else to, to agree with you on this. You had bridge characters, you had characters in the middle of these two paradigm characters. You had people in the middle that made the trajectory or the traveling to that kind of a character reasonable. Mm-hmm. You had Headache here, perfect, and Bobby the Brain orbiting around mm-hmm. flared at any given point in time. You had Savage kind of in the middle of that and adjacent to Hogan and in the middle of that. You had Jake the Snake and his spookiness kind of going on. Um, Papa Shango at some point. You had characters that kind of fleshed the range out in such a way that it was like, okay, I see the myriad of characters here right. and how all these wild, kooky characters can exist in the same. Atmosphere in the same universe and still be bound together. There's no middle ground for any of this in, in between Charlotte and Alexa. There's no storytelling middle ground mm-hmm. whatso fucking ever. The so biggest, it makes her stand out even more,
1: but in a bad way, because the character is not delivering anymore. So the biggest the biggest issue and the biggest difference for me is that with Undertaker and all his politics and everything, when it came down to a brass tax. The thing you were scared of was him. Agreed. Okay, So you were scared of him because of what he could do and what he did do. With Alexa's character, I'm supposed to be scared of the doll. Not Alexa. I'm supposed to be scared of the doll. Which is so
0: weird because at first it was Alexa.
1: uh, Yes, right. So they switched it over to it being this doll, right? So let's go with that. What exactly do I have to be scared of with this
0: dog? Is she what's the worst thing she's done? Tripped Eva Marie? Because the dog was supposed to be able to take over and then she would become then like if the doll takes over, then who we'll knows able, if that yeah, maybe but that's we haven't what it seen was. it happen yet.
1: But what has know. what is there to be scared of? Know. Like she chased um uh uh Shayna and locked her in a room, right? That woo, right? She got locked in a room. Um she tripped Eva Marie. That's the worst. She's done. Why am I scared of this doll? What has the
0: doll done to make anyone scared? So if if they get cancer,
1: who am I? Like
0: If they get can't be crazy or Charlotte, I mean, she's gonna sell it, but it's also gonna be so weird. It's gonna be so weird because again, boot this bitch in the face and burn the doll. And maybe we'll get the Alexa back, (laughs) right? Like at this point,
1: like there's no reason. Like I said, undertaking all his parlor tricks, he was the ultimate thing you were afraid of. It was the guy doing it because he's a physical manifestation of all of this and he can beat your ass. Because Ray Mysterio with the understanding of
0: gimmick is not serious.
1: Right, exactly. So, Alexa, it's the doll. She's not even the force. And dare I say, it was
0: also that at one point she was connected to Bray Wyatt. Right. Because if she was connected to The Fiend, then yeah, that'd be Then He's, scared. he's getting scared because... You yeah. want to beat
1: me up? You don't yeah. want to piss them off, do you? Yeah. you know, so it's like, what reason would Charlotte
0: have to be scared of Alexa Bliss and Lily? And then they're going to cook up some dumb shit to make it happen. And I'm, I'm just, I don't care to watch. I'm finally there. It took me from almost 30 years. Yeah. And I'm finally I'm I, tired. I have nothing to give Monday Night I'm really, really tired. I have nothing to give her NFC, I'm going to check in to see what you get ready to go through, but that may hurt so much. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. watch, watch Because let me tell you something. The way Walter. Dragging <laughs> off And dragging off Carrie on Sunday. The way they snatched the weekend. The entire weekend. Those two put on the match of the weekend, bar none. No match came close to that. And I'm how sweet. you watch that. If I'm brass at WWE, I'm trying to find out why you, what's wrong with y'all or you want to eat this product. But I'm also going to have to put everything I have behind it at the right. same time. But I'm going to be trying to figure out, you know, but that's a sensible, practical person, not a person right. that brings up Carrion Cross and turns him into Master Shredder. I, I saw a picture and I,
1: all I did was laugh. I just laughed and he kept moving. Laughed. That's all. Because what? Why? What, what? Huh? We we asked for Scarlett and we got a helmet. What's the reason for Scarlett now? There is no. I, I'm she afraid they get, get rid Yeah, yeah. I, I'm afraid she might get rid. She released. might get budget cut. It. Yeah. Because then, what, what what's the reason for her now? He did he did he wrestle? I believe I don't know. Okay. I didn't so, wrestle, I don't know. so if he needed that, so if he wrestled and he won, it's like. So, this whole bullshit of, oh, he's gonna be down and she's gonna be like his version of the urn where she steps in and is like, get it together. And that's where he becomes the monster again because he has her feeling. That's out of the window now. And now you are his gear because he needed that. Yeah, he totally needed that. I don't know what the fuck he was wearing. He totally needed that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, huh? What? Why? Well, well you I want us to believe that you've got the mind. To, to the NX he doesn't have. And, and that, that it needs to go back to being developmental and you need to leave the big jobs so the big boys up here. And the reality of it is, is that you just preyed upon our hope, nostalgia, and our loyalty. You have Nick Khan out here that probably has no idea of the expansiveness and the history of this business and would dare part his thin fucking lips to say some dumb shit like, we don't, we don't look you know, to the past for things. We're making on the future. This man said, "We don't look to the past. We
1: don't operate in the past.
0: Do you know who you work for? Did you not see the program you all just put on? <sighs> where you where you emergency? You broke the emergency glass to bring back Brock to bring back." the man, and, and I, even though Becky is of the present, the gimmick is, like I said, it, it's of the it's of the past. It's of a moment that we meet Organic and Hit. Goldberg. That they've now milked. Goldberg. That's literally Cena, all you
1: do is live the John Cena, you're
0: trying to get The Rock back for WrestleMania. It's the exact and, opposite. And though this particular person I'm going to mention next operates in their own class and is above, head and shoulders above everybody and this should be the blueprint for any part timer or not even part timer any callback. Edge, Adam Copeland, listen, baby, let me see something. You have made me a fan of you in a way that I was never a fan of you prior to. This resurgence run, this redemption, the resurrection of Edge, sickening. All her flowers. Mm-hmm. Give her all her things, Beth, guac guac 1,000 when he gets home. What well, <laughs> if you need me to teach you what that is? As well as Summer Slam this Bussy, give me a call. Hit me up at Roberts Rules on uh, underscore rules. On Twitter, Miss Phoenix, I'm also a fan of yours. But how dare you part your thin ass lips to say some dumb shit like, we're looking towards the future after you just galvanized the entire 205 roster, the NXT roster, your own two main rosters, but you're looking towards the future? And we don't live in the past. And the majority of your current acts that are, you know, Who's, who's nostalgic? You can't continue to milk. You've also got niggas that are like part of like pedigree wrestling families. Mm-hmm. All you do is operate from the past and legacy and nepotism. When they want to
1: bounce ratings for one week. The first thing they do and the go-to thing is old school raw legends night. spring Back Stone
0: Cold. Everyone from the. But even mentioning how your current wrestlers are third generation, fourth generation, all of this is steeped in nostalgia and familiar connections, and this thing being inherited, it being tradition, it being ritual, it being passed down. You know, honey, you literally are living and literally spinning literally, in the past. That's literally what the company does, and it, it's. It, it, you gotta the- watched that whole
1: interview. He he. The, the quotes I saw, which is completely and utterly asinine. But the, the thing that I got out of him and I've said this a couple of times to Robert and everybody else, the fact that Nick Khan is making public appearances mm. and doing interviews is a major, major sign that something crazy is going on. There is not one executive outside of the McMahon family who has ever done these things. Conference calls with um. With the stockholders, is as far as it goes. This man sat down and did a video interview about the WWE. That has quite literally never happened. If I offer $200, $500 to a random fan to name a single board member of the WWE, if they were smart, they'd name Vince McMahon, (laughs) but that's it. You can't name another. If I ask you who the previous president and vice president of WWE was, you would not be able to answer me because these people don't exist to us. They are the office. They we don't know them. In fact, this man is doing interviews and in, out in the forefront, and his name is being used so much, and he's sitting on calls with Vince McMahon, and like Ariel Huwani is sitting down with him doing an interview about the WWE and the office stuff and the storylines. Listen, unprecedented and it's
0: Alarming. It's something Alarming. To, yes,
1: it's something to pay attention to. Do not take that lightly. That is a
0: very important piece here that Nikon is doing that. I think it's to drive spin a narrative on whose behalf, yeah, I'm not too sure. But outside of that, this business is run by a patriarchal maniac. Um, th- like, it's literally run, it's literally been passed down through families. Everything about this is tradition. Everything is then, now, and forever. Like, so... It's Everything is about legacy. So this whole, we're looking towards the future, like, as you literally clip the wings of so many of your superstars in the middle of a pandemic, some of, who can't, some of whom can't work right now because of not making and heat calls and their visas haven't been renewed. You have people that can't make a living right now um, that hopefully are being able to lean on either somebody they can lean on or, or they've saved up enough money to be okay in the interim. You force people's hands. And then you sit on a call and make light like of the fact that you've padded somebody else's roster and you can send them some more people. And then the next day fire for what? Fucking disgusting. And I just don't know as a person how I how I can continue to support people that move like this. It's literally like like this. I, I kind of have made myself believe that it's supporting the people in the back or supporting the superstars in some way and like trying to, because I know a lot of them don't agree with this shit either. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other executives that don't agree with um, this shit that have loose lips. Um, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I don't know that even once Vince is gone, that this gets any better because I don't know who inherits this company at this point.
1: Yeah, at this point, we all know what the hell is happening. And I'm, I'm just tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I'm really, really tired.
0: Yeah, this is all I can say. This being the season finale, like, where well, I don't intend going forward in season two for us to be covering raw.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting through that shit. I'm just not. It's 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 torture. I sit down and watch, and I'm like, when is this over? Hurry up and be over. I, I got, I got, I got a lot of important. Not okay. I don't really do not I sit at home. I, I'm in passing So I sit at home a lot. i am be doing much. But I damn sure don't want to sit at home and be completely and utterly bored by something that's supposed to be intended. There's a shit ton of things to watch.
0: So yeah. With that. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Okay, I um yeah. I um I'm not renewed. Yeah, we came to this weekend wanting to be renewed and to leave mm-hmm. with something amazing. And
1: well, I will be
0: looking to AW for um, that's it uh,
1: for my jollies. Um, can't wait to see what Punk um uh, says or does on
0: Dynamite
1: tomorrow. I am stick
0: with NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and and SmackDown is now on thin ice with me mm-hmm. with this Becky Lynch shit. Yeah. If I don't see a hard swirl on some Friday, like a hard alignment with Seth or something, yeah, I'd be fine with an hour wrestling show on Friday nights. Well. Guys, um, we thank you for tuning in for this, uh, these last 25 episodes and joining us on this crazy wild ride. Um, we'll be keeping you up to date on when we're going to do some spaces, uh, events on Twitter, and some lives on Instagram. And um, mm-hmm. keeping you alert as to when season two will be premiering. Um, it won't be too long. It'll be mm-hmm. sometime this year, maybe. Yeah. But we won't be off your airways too long. We're just going to take some time, rejuvenate, come back. Um, ready to slap you in the face? And not with any particular parts of our bodies. We're not implying that. So if you're looking Let's for us, in, oh God in heaven! If you're looking for us in between, in uh, <laughs> not the sheets, uh, but in between now and then, you can find us at the cash ship with underscore for the eye, reverse underscore rail, and reverse underscore rules on all platforms. Until then, guys, this has been the Cash Ship podcast.